All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, if you, if this is your first time watching the show, if you don't know who I am, uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like getting registered with the state, making sure you have appropriate contracts, um, hiring employees properly, basic brand protection strategies, um, Operating agreements, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering how I help you do all of those things or how I'm, why I'm capable, uh, I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. Okay. Um, if you would like to get in contact with me so that we can get, you know, your business foundation on solid ground, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You will also be able to book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client. And as well, there are an array of digital products dealing with um, different aspects of business formation. Like uh, we have our our start our you know how to be a boss 101 uh, the business startup basics course and get takes you through you know all of the steps of what it takes to make your business legitimate so go check out linktree forward slash mpl consulting firm there's cool stuff over there hi g ratch okay all right now i've told you about what i do let's talk about the show the way that the show works is i pull stories from the news stories that you guys have sent to me and actually the first story we're covering tonight um, Atalia sent it to me, um, earlier today. Um, yeah. And I pull stories that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. Hey, essentially true. So, um, this is a discussion. This is uh, the time for you to, you know, drop your questions, drop your comments. Don't be shy. We're all friends here, you know, as long as we're respectful. Okay. Uh, this is a time to learn, but it's also a place where we have fun and we interact. I learn from y'all just like you learn from me. So don't be afraid to join the conversation. All right. So we are going to get started. Um, so like I said, um, the first story tonight was actually sent to me by one of you, um, Atalia Young. I don't know if she's going to pop in later, but, um, was anybody here when we did the story about the country group Lady Antebellum? Um, if you were here when we did the story about the country group Lady Antebellum, give me an A in the comments. And for those of you who were not here, I'm going to tell you what happened. So um, there, like, there's a country group called Lady Antebellum, and you know, with all of the protests and you know the black lives matter movement that's happening and and the push for reform they felt that their name was no longer appropriate the name antebellum refers to the south prior to uh slavery being abolished they say that you know they didn't realize the the you know the history behind the word antebellum i don't know how you didn't because you're a group from nashville um 
Anyway, they said, well, we don't want to be Lady Antebellum anymore. We're going to change our group name to Lady A. The only problem is, um, there is a, there is a, an artist who has been, um, gosh, I forgot to write down her name, but she is a blues artist. She is a black woman. I believe her name is Anita and she is, has been performing under the name Lady A for decades, decades, right? So Lady Antebellum, they said that they were going to try and work it out with, um, Lady A to, you know, to see what, what they could do. So they tried to, I guess, broker a deal where they could both use the name they want or, um, wanted to buy some of the rights from her and she wanted $10 million. Um, they said no ma'am. And now they are suing, uh, Lady A. They have gone to court because they want the judge to declare that there is no infringement between Lady Antebellum's use of Lady A and Anita's use of Lady A. Now, keep in mind, Lady Antebellum does have a registered trademark for Lady A. They've had it since 2011. They've just never used it. Meanwhile, Lady A has been consistently using this name for decades. Hey, Lareed, um, has been consistently using this name for decades, right? So Lady Antebellum, they want the court to say that there can be two Lady A's in the music space. I guess one in the country space and one in the blues space. So the court has not given their decision yet. They have just filed this lawsuit with the court. But I want to know from you guys as an audience, what do you think about this lawsuit? What do you think about there being two lady A, two artists by the name of Lady A in the music industry? Do you think that that could cause con- some confusion? Now remember, Lady A, the blues artist, she's been using Lady A consistently for decades. She does not have a legal trademark, but she has decades of use, albums released, all that stuff. Lady Antebellum, they've had a registered trademark for Lady A for since 2011, so about nine years. But up until now, they haven't done anything. Essentially, True said that's confusing. Okay, I think it's confusing too. Um, I remember, uh, you know, uh, what was it in college? When was making the band with Diddy when they had, um, the band with like the, you know, the hip hop group. I forget what year that was. I want to say I was in college at the time, but I remember Margaret Matheson said confusion too, but I remember at that time, um, one of the, one of the guys in the group, his name on the show was Choppa, right? But then at the time there was another rapper out whose name was Chopper. So after the season aired and everything, this artist, he was coming out, but he had changed his name. He couldn't be Choppa anymore. So I, I understand why you guys say that that, that that could be confusing. Do you think that it makes a difference if one artist does blues and one artist does country? Do you think that that, you know, creates less confusion? What do you think? Um, because... And I, I feel like country and blues are, they have some similarities that the, the, uh, the audience that listens to those types of music might, um, you know, might overlap. Um, G Raj said no difference. Hey, Dancy Solivera, Jose. Um, yeah. So I agree with you guys that this is confusing, 
But um, what do you think, who do you think should win here? Because Lady A, she's been using the name for decades, but she doesn't have a registered copyright. Lady Antebellum has had, I mean, a registered trademark. Lady Antebellum has had this trademark since 2011, but they haven't used it. So who do you think should be should have the rights to the name Lady A as a name for a musical performance group or a, or a musical performer? Who do you think has more rights to the name Lady A? The person who's been using it for decades but no legal trademark or the group that has a legal trademark but hasn't done anything with it for nine years? What do you guys think? Um... Essentially, True said, Lady A should win. Those white ladies knew the meaning of their name. Actually, the group is, I want to say, two women and two men. It's a mixed group, but they call themselves Lady Antebellum. Um, G. Ratch said, they need to keep Lady Antebellum. They knew it was racist. Um, Lareed said, Lady A, who has been using the name for decades. Uh, Margaret Massey said, I think they will rule for the one that's trademarked. I think Lady A could show she's been using. Yeah, I think this 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 is a tough one. This is a tough one, right? Um, hi, Stroka D. Um, because Lady A, yeah, she's been using this name for decades, but she never did the process of getting the official trademark. And we know that the court likes it when you have your paperwork in order. Now, in the meantime, Lady, remember, we have a use it or lose it rule when it comes to trademarks, right? If you have a trademark and you don't use it within 10 years, it can be considered abandoned. Now, it's only nine years in, but, you know, th there's kind of that teetering line. So, does that change anything for you guys? Right? Because a lot of you are saying, you know, Lady A, Lady A should win. I guess, you know, and on principle... I believe she should win. I really do. She's been using the name for decades. But again, if we are going by the law, the law says you need to have your registered trademark. Hi, Shonda. Now, if she, you know, if she can show that she has acquired, hey, Italia, I'm, we're covering the Lady A story. Hey, Sincere. Now, if she can show that, you know, she has garnered significant support. So I checked out her Twitter today. She has about 14,000 followers. Um, if she can show that this is her, you know, this is her marker, that this is what people know her as, that she has, you know, created significant clout in the music industry that she should keep this, she has a good chance of winning, especially if you've been using this name for decades. My only issue is that she doesn't have the legal trademark, right? So um, we'll have to wait what to see what happens between Lady Antebellum and Lady A. But just as a final poll, those who want... Those who think, uh, not, not want, those who think that the country group from Nashville will win, give me a one. The, those who think the blues singer Anita will win, give me a two. If you think the Nashville group that wants to change their name to Lady A will win, give me a one. If you think Anita's going to be able to keep her name and keep Lady Antebellum away from it, give me a two. We just want to do a final count before we move on to our next story, okay? And Atalia, I want to thank you for sending that story because I hadn't seen it anywhere. Lareed thinks that Lady Antebellum is going to win. She thinks that the country group is going to win. Okay. 
Any other predictions? Any other predictions? Mm -mm -mm. Hey, hey. Margaret thinks that the country group is going to win. Shonda thinks that Lady A is going to win. Anita, she thinks, Shonda thinks Anita's going to win. So we've got two for the country group, and we've got one for the blues lady. Any more votes? Any more votes? Because we've got to move on to the next story, okay? All right. So I guess that's all the votes we have. Two for uh, two for the country group and one for the blues lady. I, myself, am rooting for Anita, so I hope that she is able to, you know, protect that name. Um, but moving on to our next story. Do we have any car? Oh, Atalia thinks that Lady Antebellum is going to win too. So we've got three for the country group and one for Shonda. All right. Moving on to our next story. Do we have any car enthusiasts here? If you're into cars, please give me a car emoji. If you're into cars, give me a car emoji, okay? Um, while you do that, so uh, a few years ago, I went to Dubai with my sister, and we went to the mall, and they have in a, a Ferrari amusement park in one of their malls. Now, I didn't go in there. But, um, this story that we're going to talk about has to do with Ferraris. Yeah. Um, and I think it's pretty interesting. So no, nobody here is into cars. I'm not into cars either. It's all right. I just feel like, I feel like if the car is driving, you know, and it don't give me no problems, that's all I need. I'm not, you know, into all the bells and whistles. Anyway, um, if you have heard of a Ferrari. If you have heard of Ferrari, give me an F in the comments. Give me an F in the comments if you have heard of Ferrari, okay? Um, and this is, this, uh, this story is the reason why I entitled, uh, <laughs> Margaret said exactly. Um, this story is the reason why I entitled this episode, Use it or lose it. Shonda knows what a Ferrari is. Sincere knows what a Ferrari is. Lareed knows what a Ferrari is. Margaret knows what a Ferrari is. All right, so we know what a Ferrari is. It's a high-end Italian car, right? Now, we know trademarks are worldwide, right? They're trade. Every country, every continent has their trademark rules. But one of the rules that is universal is if you don't use it, you're going to lose it, all right? So here's the problem. Ferrari has a classic model of their car called the 250 GTO, okay? Thank you for the F, Italia. The Ferrari 250 GTO. Now, when this car was originally built, the car cost about $18,000. This was probably like in the early 60s, late 50s. Most recently, a version of this 250 GTO car went up for auction at $70 million. Talk about a come up. 18000 to $70 million, right? Okay. Now, this particular model of Ferrari um, has a trademark on the design, on the shape, right? The problem is Ferrari hasn't produced... Sounds right, sincere. Okay. Ferrari has not produced this model since 1964. So they had the original models that came out, the ones that were selling for $18,000. Those are still around. They're being auctioned around. There's a limited supply in the world. But Ferrari has not gone on to make more 250 GTOs, okay? 
Um, now here is the problem. Another car designer called Aries Design. They said that they want you to reinterpret the 250 GTO, the Ferrari 250 GTO. So they said, oh, you know what? We think that, that Ferrari 250 GTO is really cute. I'm going to try and see if I could do something kind of like it over here. And Ferrari said, excuse me, what are you doing? And they filed a, um, a trademark infringement suit against Aries for trying to produce the Ferrari 250 GTO. What, but what do you think happened? Now, I told you guys, Ferrari, while there are some 250 GTOs around the world, Ferrari has not produced this car since 1964. So what do you think happened when Ferrari went to the court, the, uh, this is the Italian court, and said, hey, someone's trying to reproduce our trademark design, the one we haven't used since 1964. What do you think happened? I'm going to give y'all a minute because we talk about this all the time. And I know that you're smart. No, they did not win since C39. Um, the court actually basically said, Ferrari, you have not used this design since 1964. You haven't produced any new cars. You made some in the 50s and the 60s, and that was it. So you have let your trade, your design trademark die. So now Aries Design can go and reinterpret the Ferrari 250 GTO and make their own um, version. Margaret Massey said they, lo they lost the trademark expired. Yes, very good, very good. Um, when you have a trademark, you need to use it. Now, I don't know the, um, yes, Larie, the court didn't rule in their favor. I don't know what the, what the time limit is for the Italian court. They made newer versions since they're not, but were they the 250 GTO? It had to be the 250 GTO. They didn't want newer versions. They want that version because they, they put, they, they put, a, they trademarked that particular design, right? Okay, so when you have a trademark, it is, you are supposed to use it. If you don't use it, you can lose it. Now, in the United States, um, <laughs> since 39 said the Italian courts must like Lamborghini better. Look, I don't know nothing about no cars and no Italian courts, but I thought that this was a very great example of how you can lose it if you don't use it. In the United, yeah, they no longer make those models. In the United States, when you have a trademark, you have 10 years. If you don't use that trademark in 10 years, you can lose it. It can be considered abandoned. That's why you need to use your trademarks. The government does not want you to trademark something just to sit on it. And that is the same thing all over the world. Now, I don't know what the time frame was for Italy, but I mean, if you haven't produced this car since the 60s, that's almost what? That's 24. That's like. 40, that's almost 60 years that you haven't used this. Hello, 38 Records. Hello, Nicole's Dream. That's, no, that's, that's almost 50 years that you have been letting this design, that this, this trademark design sit there. 
Um, Sincere 39 said, but it's Ferrari. Who doesn't know Ferrari? Well, the thing is, Aries Design didn't say they were replicating. They said they were reinterpreting. They said, we're going to take this original design and we're going to, we're going to pimp it. We're going to do pimp my ride to the Ferrari. Okay. Sincere 39 said, no one wants to knock off Ferrari. No one not wants to knock off Ferrari, but there are people who are car enthusiasts who like to build cars, right? So maybe you don't, you, you can't build the 250 GTO, but you want to build your own version of a 250 GTO, right? And they haven't produced this car since the 60s, so why not? So what do you, what do you think about that? Do you think that this was the right decision by the court? Should they have sided with Ferrari or were they right in siding with Aries design? Does it matter that Ferrari doesn't use the, doesn't make this car anymore since there are still some in existence? What do you guys think about this decision? What do you guys think about this decision? Um, I actually, I think it was the right, I think it was the right decision. Larie thinks it was right too. All right. We right on time together, girl. Um, you know, you have, you, you went through the trouble of protecting this design, which for all intents and purposes, that, that should mean that you're going to make more of it, but you haven't, you've been letting it sit. Yes. Maybe, you know, the original ones they're selling, but they're no longer in your possession. Ferrari made newer versions of the GTO. Okay. They did. They made newer versions of the GTO, but they didn't make that 250 GTO. Right. Okay. Margaret Massey said the courts were right. Okay. So I think we're all kind of on the side of the courts. Ferrari was, you know, they were kind of resting on their reputation and thought that they could just not make the car and keep going. So like I said, intellectual property does not care who you are. Doesn't matter how big you are, how famous, how much money you got, how many cars you got. Intellectual property is, it trumps a lot of things. So don't think that you can escape because you're too little or you're too big. When it comes to intellectual property, governments do not play. Since they're not that they're on the 488 now for the GTO. Oh, okay. So they are way past the 250. Um, but yes, so, um, you will, if, if you, any of you who are into cars, uh, check out Aries design and their reinterpreted 250 GTO. I personally don't have no skin in this game cause I don't really care about cars like that. Um, I've been driving the same car for like 10 years and I don't feel like changing it. <laughs> but for those of you who are car enthusiasts, I think this is a very interesting story for you. Especially if you like to repair or build cars. Sincere39 said he's siding with Ferrari on this one. Okay, Sincere, why are you siding with Ferrari? Why are you siding with Ferrari? I would like to know. Because they, so they have not produced this car since the 60s, right? So why do you think that Ferrari should be able to keep this design to themselves and not allow anybody else to kind of, you know, do their thing with it? Because I, I like to hear opposing views. Yes. Mm. Since the 39 is going to let us know why it's Ferrari. Why was Ferrari robbed by the Italian courts, right? Okay. And while uh, Since the 39 does that, um, I want you guys to get your questions ready because we're going to have a few minutes 
um, left. And I want to, you know, make sure that if you guys have any questions for me before the weekend comes, that you have a chance to get them in. Um, you can actually start dropping them in the comments now. So any comments, any questions about business formation. So, you know, EIN numbers, registering with the state contracts, basic brand protection strategies, hiring employees, all those foundational things like questions about bank accounts, things like that. Um, now's your time to drop them in the comments so I can answer them. Um, Sincere39, okay, Sincere39 said, that car is a classic. It is still Ferrari intellectual property. That is over 50 years ago. Everything has been updated since then. But that's the whole thing. It's like, it's over 50 years ago and you haven't produced that particular thing. Your trademark is not, your, the trademark is not for a newer version. The trademark is not for the 488. It's not for the 350. It's for the 250. So if you're no longer producing the 250, you're no longer, you know, participating in that um, trademarked design. That's, that's my interpretation of it. But, you know, I understand that it is a classic and for, for car enthusiasts, that might be, that might be enough, but it's not enough in the world of intellectual property. Okay. All right. Um, but thank you so much for that sincere 39. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a couple minutes to drop your questions in because we've got about five minutes before we end. Um, I will not be on tomorrow because it's Friday and y'all know I like my Fridays. Um, we will be back on Monday with more stories. I know I haven't been as active on social media the last couple weeks. Look, I have been tired and life has been busy. Um, I'm trying to, you know, get that ramped back up for y'all. Uh, and, uh, what else is going on? I mean, nothing really. Cause we all still, or we're, we're at least supposed to still be in quarantine. Um, if I have any news, I will definitely share it with you guys. Well, at least business-wise news, because y'all need to know about my personal life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like y'all. Um, but yeah, but this is where I'm going to leave you, because I think you guys, you know, you've got a handle on things. I know it's Thursday. Y'all want to go to Club Quarantine or something with DJ D-Nice, or if you're going out to the real place, even though I hope that you're staying home. Um, but have a great weekend. Take care of yourselves. Uh, eat well, drink well, drink lots of water, wash your hands, wear your masks, don't go to crowded places. Oh, you missed the end about my pool? Girl, I went to three different places to find this inflatable pool and they didn't have it. I had to get my money back, um, from Amazon because the vendor was a scammer. Um, so I took that money and tried to go buy one in person. They didn't have any, but that's okay. I can sunbathe in my backyard and that's enough. I'll just, I'll just spritz some water on my skin. <laughs> All right. So have a great weekend guys. Bye.